welcome to Virtually Unbreakable, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today's topic is beliefs, attitudes and 50 pearls of wisdom. I'm pleased to have you here with me, so sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Today I will be sharing 50 pearls of wisdom, something that I cultivate in my own life and something that really works for me. But first, I I want to give you a little context as to why we are discussing it. As you know, attitudes and beliefs are very important in our day-to-day life and they very often determine the quality of our life. So what attitude we have towards certain things and what beliefs we hold. And not everyone responds to a potentially stressful situation in the same way. Some people are able to take it in their stride, while others might fly off the handle very quickly. And the simple reason is that it's not the outside stressor alone that is important, but how we interact with that stressor. So it's not what the other person says, it's not what they do but how we respond to that. And let's remember that we often have very high unrealistic expectations. If we expect to win every contract, pass every exam, or please every single person, uh, we are demanding very high standards and standards that we are bound to be disappointed with. So the outcome that we are bound to be disappointed with and unresolved conflicts or unpleasant past memories from our life. And if we allow them to, you know, play havoc with our mind, they will do that. Psychiatrists say that most of our fatigue stems from our mental and emotional attitude. So it's not, again, the outside factor, it's not the person, it's not the event, but what is our mental and emotional attitude towards that event. And emotions which will drain us of energy are, of course, not the positive ones, like joy or being contempt or being happy. The the emotions that drain us from energy are the negative ones like resentment, the feeling of not being appreciated, not being heard or not being seen. It might be the worry or the frustration. And those are the factors that will um, exhaust us and they will make us susceptible to illness. So this is why we are talking about those attitudes today. We are talking about 50 pearls of wisdom that will summarize the attitudes we should be striving for, adopting, if we want a happy and healthy life. What else is important here? What are our beliefs? How are they formed? Well, most beliefs are formed in response to a need. For example, as children, we need to be loved and approved by our parents. And in order to feel safe and cared for, we accept their beliefs about how to speak, how to behave, 
what is polite, what is rude, how to work or how to respond to pain or stress or maybe even how to express our emotions, how to handle mistakes, how to express our sexuality and what should be our goals in life. And those beliefs are all promoted by the type of language our parents often use. And these could be phrases like be considerate, don't be rude, always keep your dignity, be generous and so on. As children, we develop a number of different beliefs and values. And as we grow up, our beliefs are generated or modified by the need to win, win approval from others or belong to a group. So to ensure um, peer acceptance, we learn to live by the rules and beliefs of the peer group regarding different things. Okay, and those things could be many, many different topics. Um, so we modify those beliefs. However, a number of studies have shown that values do change our circumstances and status change. For example, as somebody who might be a pro-union employee who fights for workers' rights might change his views within few months once he's promoted to a management position and he might even justify management beliefs and values. And again, the need to belong and the need for safety create new patterns in beliefs. But it's those beliefs and attitude that shape our life. In summary, most beliefs and rules are formed in response to our needs and those that we learned from parents and peers. And actually, they have nothing to do with the truth or reality, but the power of beliefs is such that we accept them as absolute truth or undeniable rule. For us, it might mean the whole world. And this is where we often use words such as should, must, uh, must not, should not. Okay. Um, so very often people really, really torture themselves with using this language where they inject guilt and self-blame into the world, where they really become paralyzed with their shoulds and musts. And the example of that could be, I should be earning much more than I am. I should never quarrel with my spouse. I should never raise my voice at my children. I should be generous. I should not be selfish. I should put the needs of others first. I must never be jealous. I must not make mistakes. And so on. And obviously, not all shoulds and musts apply to a single person and not all values and beliefs are unhealthy. But let's move on to that so we can have a look at some of those in real life examples. So realistic values lead to behavior which results in a positive long term outcome. Let's remember that. 
realistic values leads to behavior which results in a positive outcomes. And should and musts are unrealistic if followed blindly without any evaluation or assessment because they require us to act on a principle irrespective of how much pain we might inflict on ourselves or on others, for example. And healthy values and healthy attitudes are flexible and we should be able to modify them to our current needs and be realistic and they should be life-enhancing rather than absolute, global, unrealistic or life-restricting ones, right? So we need to ask ourselves if our attitudes and values are really applicable to us or are they applicable to someone else? Is that something we grew up believing in but it does not represent truth for us? Um, many of our values we grew up with may simply be out of date or not applicable to our current circumstances. Our old values should not become our obsession and our rule to how to live our life in the future. Now let's move on to 50 pearls of wisdom. Number one. Learn to differentiate between minor irritations and major provocations and so not to respond to situations indiscriminately because all battles are not wars. Learn, number two, learn to become aware of physical, behavioral and mental tension levels and use stress management skills to control those tensions until your coping skills become your second nature. Number three, use coping skills to prepare for stressful situations as well as to meet those which come unexpectedly. Number four, Feeling tired at the end of the day has nothing to do with what you've accomplished. It depends on how you used your mind and body. If you are fatigued, you did not use your mind and body properly. Number five. Just as you cannot learn to drive a car simply by reading a book or listening to a lecture, you cannot learn stress management until you regularly use stress management skills in real life situations and are prepared to give yourself an opportunity to practice those skills. Number six, even though stress involves more than just bodily reaction, Physical relaxation is an important and effective stress management skill. Remember that tense muscles are working muscles. Ease up and save energy in more important ways. Number seven, even if you're feeling overwhelmed by multiple demands and insufficient time, the display of behavioral tension such as knee jiggling finger tapping, using obscene language, 
shouting at the secretary can only make things worse. It's worth to remember that. <laughs> Number eight, being irritable and impatient towards others leads them to mirror their response, thus creating a negative spiral of escalating tension. The very act of banging on the table or shouting at a colleague increases the stress we are already experiencing. Number nine, be yourself and act yourself. The biggest mistake behind so much misery is our longing to be someone other than ourselves. Number 10, it is not advisable to rant in the rave when you are upset. The damage caused by such a display will require too much energy and take too much time to repair. Number 11, it is inappropriate either to bottle up emotion or to lose emotional control. What you should do is use an effective communication skills. Number 12, by speaking in a calm, modulated voice, adopting a physically relaxed posture and listening to what others have got to say, you can improve your interactions with others as well as increase your sense of well-being. Number 13. All of us experience frustrations, conflict, disappointment and defeat at some time in our lives. However, it's up to you how you interpret and react to those feelings. Number 14. Learn to count your blessings, not your misfortunes. Do you have a shelter to live under? Sufficient food and clothes? the eyes and ears to see and hear. You are not poor then. Indeed, you have priceless assets. Number 15. Our interactions and reactions depend on our attitudes and beliefs. Having a perfectionist attitude is unrealistic and leads to unnecessary stress. So avoid perfection as much as you can. Number 16. Do not coach thoughts in a negative blanket. Self-talk such as it should have happened, I can't understand it, it's horrible, leads to unnecessary stress. Do not put yourself down by statements such as I'm stupid, I can't do anything, um, I'm such a failure. We all can make a mistake sometimes. One mistake does not make you a failure. Negative self-talk can significantly impact your mental health. Number 18. Many stressful situations are regular occurrences in life, like standing in a queue in a shop or hostile cracks by a colleague at a regular meeting, uh, time pressure of meeting deadlines or commuting to work, anticipating them in advance and either avoiding them or taking effective preventative action 
can significantly reduce stress levels experienced by us daily. Number 19. Each one of us has our own stress signals telling us we are out of control. They should be used as a reminder to take one deep breath and let go of physical tension. Number 20. By using behavior which is incompatible with stress, science, you can diffuse the disturbance created by stress. Thus, speaking slowly whenever you find yourself shouting or breathing deeply whenever you are tense will diffuse the situation. Number 21. Before you dominate a conversation, ask yourself, do I really have something to say? Does anyone wish to hear it? And is this the right time to say it? Number 22. Remind yourself that few ventures fail because we are slow. Good judgment and correct decisions require deliberation. 23. Expecting yourself to have completed all your projects at a given time is unrealistic and leads to stress. Number 24. Remind yourself that giving and receiving love is not a sign of weakness, but the source of spiritual growth that we all have been seeking unconsciously since our childhood. Number 25. Find ways to give and receive love. Express your appreciation with flowers, thank you letters, or small unexpected gifts. They will all encourage others to return the kindness to you. 26. Regularly expressing your love and affection to your spouse and children is likely to make them feel warmer towards you. Number 27. Be ready to help your friends in any way and every way you can, but refrain from giving unsought advice. 28. When we feel good about ourselves, the irritations of life do not bother us so much. For example, it's almost impossible to pick a quarrel with your spouse if you have just received a rise in salary or promotion. Try and keep your self-image high through positive self-dialogue. Number 29. In order to increase your coping resilience, you should strive for positive self-image. Statements such as, I did pretty well considering the circumstances, will boost your morale. 30. Physical relaxation, enough sleep, Prudent diet and regular exercise will increase your coping resilience. You should plan for regular, pleasurable activities just as you plan and execute work obligations. Number 31. Little phrases such as, I am sorry to trouble you. Would you be so kind? Would you mind? Thank you. Show your respect for others. They are also tremendously potent in getting people to cooperate. A sure way to reach people's heart is to convey in some subtle way 
that you appreciate their talents or recognize their importance. If you succeed in making people feel important, they will go out of their way to help you. It is easy to become addicted to stress hormones like adrenaline and noradrenaline. Do not fall in the trap of trying to be perfect. Perfectionism is a self-destructive force because you have made the game impossible to win. Number 33. Be guided by your own feelings and not what others might say. Because your self-image and feeling of personal worth comes from within. Number 35. If you treat work as your be-all and all, your life is never well balanced. Create other sources of fulfillment and make sure you have other responsibilities. 36. To balance life, you need to build some fun and play into your daily schedule. Take 30 seconds break several times a day. For example, when you're driving, one deep breath and relax at every red traffic light. Or when telephone rings, relax with a deep breath, compose yourself and only then pick up the phone. 40. Interrupt long sessions of work with short breaks every hour or two. Stretch out, stroke a pet, drink some tea or talk to a colleague. 41. Learn to accept things you can't change. There is no point in getting upset over and over again over circumstances or other people's behavior which are beyond your control. 42. Review the causes of your feelings of time urgency and make plans for effective management. If you feel that you don't have the time to practice your stress management strategies, you will certainly have trouble getting things done because it will be harder for you to define priorities and you will find yourself going around in circles. 43. Stop for a minute or two several times a day. Look at yourself, your behavior and your relationships and ask yourself, how can you take better care of yourself and listen more to your inner wisdom? With this stop, look and listen technique, you will almost always find an answer within yourself. 44. Taking good care of yourself will make you take better care of your business and family. 45. Develop a sense of humor and learn to laugh at mistakes and imperfections. Laughing makes you feel healthy, happy and humane. Listening to a comedy tape can wipe out your blues. 46. You can be your best friend or your worst enemy. Which one will you choose? Instead of being miserable for what you don't have, be thankful for what you do have. 
47. If you want people to give you loyalty and cooperation, make them feel important. The famous American psychologist William James suggested that the deepest principle in human nature is the craving to be appreciated. 48. Ask yourself if what you are chasing for is something you really want. Spending your time and energy chasing after things you don't really need in the first place is likely to disappoint you and drain you of vitality. 49. Learning new habits takes time. We all need to practice and persevere. At times we will revert back to our old ways, but we should not lose heart. Learn and relearn as often as it is necessary. There is a saying, God helps them who help themselves. And the last one, when we grow apart in marriage or other relationships, there is a tendency to believe that we could be happy if only the other was more considerate or kinder. The secret lies in loving yourself. When you are happy within yourself, you automatically give the other person love, tenderness, respect and attention they deserve. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, why not subscribe or leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? I would love to hear from you and see what you think about my content. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. The link is below in the show notes. If you would like to get more tips on self-growth or relationships, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter. You will find the link below. We have tons of other resources available to you, whether you are a parent or not. Make sure you check them out below. I will see you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable, delivered next week on Wednesday.